I'm the motherfucking shit. shit. Whoop doggy dog, raise the roof when I spit. Just to prove to y'all, I ain't never gonna quit. Cause Josh fucking Roop is the motherfucking shit. Brad Bones is the brand man. I'm your mammy's kid with areola band aids like one of Nelly's slipped. He can't rap for himself, but I would question his wit. He's my boy, but when annoyed, a toy deploys from his hip. Shoot him up, bone, shoot him up. Poke him up. Shoot him up, bone, shoot him up. Poke him up. Shoot him up, bone, shoot him up. Poke him up. Shoot him up, bone, shoot him up. How easy it'd be, man. When I miss my bath for Charles, yeah, gotta get on, gotta get on. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Welcome to Weird Thoughts, the official podcast of horse blood letting orgy cults. I'm Josh Roop, artist, comedian, rapper. I'm like Bob Ross, Jeff Ross, and Rick Ross all rolled into one Roop. That's who I be. Soon to be joined here with the Andy Richter of the program, Bradford Bones, aka the Hygienic Menace, aka the Salt in the Hand Sanny. A.K.A. the Elon Musk of Musk. Bland man. Uh, before we get there, this is like the more candid intro portion of the show where I uh, cover the semantics. <laughs> Remind you to subscribe, like, tell 20 to 30 of your closest friends and or allies. And if you have a pen pal in the pen, penitentiary. mention it. There's other shows they could listen to, I guess, too. Um, But for everyone else listening at home that hasn't committed a violent crime or offense, welcome back to the show. It's been about three months. You know, this is an inconsistent podcast series I'm uh, sporadically committed to amongst all of my other strange interests. You can find on uh, www.joshroop.com. Oh, I snuck a promo in there. You can also go to weirdthoughtspodcast.com. Different domain. Different door. You open those doors up, they take you to the same room. Same website. Different. I don't know. I'll work that analogy out. Uh, That's that's basically it for the intro. Uh... Let's just get the show started. This is episode 37, Monoxide Mountain. That cat is antisocial as all shit, though. I mean, it's been a few months. You'd think that she'd be a little more lively, huh? I haven't reciprocated her love, nor provided... I've been petting her and giving her food and water. That's a good living. Uh, yeah, damn right, man. It's like four degrees outside. Compared to February's prices? Yeah. No way. No, she's grateful. She's a good cat. 
She sure as hell isn't no Brohammer McMichaelson, the first <laughs> R.I.P. The first heir to the no. Roop throne. <laughs> <laughs> but she's an alright cat, but like... It sucks, dude. Like, she's starting to hit cat puberty, mm. I think. She's get her, her genitals are getting all cre- they're cranky. Getting all, they're getting all messed are up. Are they cranky? <laughs> and... Cranky gents. <laughs> yeah. It's, I don't know I don't know if she's in pain because of it. She's just that worked up over the situation. <laughs> nothing. You know, it's nothing I personally handle. No. I only have one cat. Not legally. Not or... legally, uh, nor willingly. <laughs> Want to participate in that. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of responsibilities to having a pet. I just don't think that should be one of them. Yeah. Um... And I should probably get her into the vet here soon enough to get her. The term yeah. the term fixed is kind of uh, dated. It seems like some give me an F. <laughs> Don't me say it, Brad. <laughs> You're gonna give me me too. <laughs> fixed. <laughs> well, well, it wasn't. She wasn't perfect the way she was before. <laughs> just all horned up all day, just begging for that cat D. <laughs> yeah. That's- can't live under this condition. Shut the hell up, Daisy! But, middle of the night. Yeah. She gives you some songs to listen to while you're laying down. She's calling her sweet siren song. Of, <laughs> I don't want to repeat it, because then she'll come out of her... Her coma. Yeah. That, well, that's one of the things I'll give her the catnip. Get her all jacked up on that shit. And then she mellows out afterwards. And then you know, and then you can do a podcast without cat running around being heard but um yeah i don't know i spent a long time we explained in the last episode which was years ago it feels like yeah that uh 2020 what (laughs) right remember (laughs) 2020 Uh, when (laughs) that was quarter uh, i was gonna say quarter of a year ago not quite almost though right yeah That was a while ago, though. Put our last episode out yeah. in December. Sorry for the delay, everybody. There's been a lot going on, all right? you guys. Yeah, I didn't really give a shit, to be honest. <laughs> I am more of the stage mom of, of the two. <laughs> yeah, I would have. You want to? If fuck? someone else was doing the bulk, <laughs> if someone else was doing the bulk of the work for the show, I would have put kept putting the episodes out. But I didn't want to do it, to be honest. I had a lot of other shit going on. But now that we're here now, um, in 2021, with this. Uh, Puberty-ridden feline situation. Yeah. And I'm not going to... i tell you what, Brad, and yeah. folks at home, if you're still on the line, I'm not going to start this year out by going to the penitentiary for inappropriately uh, jamming a tampon into a, a cat, because that's probably <laughs> illegal, too. Yeah. What do you do? Like, do they menstruate? I don't... I probably can Google this. This is yeah. probably a situation <laughs> I can handle privately, but... <laughs> I don't know. Nothing wrong with asking questions, though. Yeah, yeah I guess. I'm just worried about, like, what I might find. Like, what kind of maintenance is this cat going to need? <laughs> I kind of, like, just brought her in out of the cold because... <laughs> because you had a crazy moment by that very same tree, the miracle tree. Yeah. The miracle tree also being uh, a fine sativa... But regardless of how she got, got here. here, 
Jinx, you gotta smoke this <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm still paying off the dead cat, which is, to be frank about it, <laughs> I, uh, still making payments, monthly payments on his, uh, estate. His estate. He owned a lot of, a lot of taxes. Who knew? Who knew you had to keep track of your cat's. <laughs> Paperwork. <laughs> Sorry if you if you cough. I'll just I'll have the have the folks in Pakistan edit it out. Won't be no big issue. No. Is there a moth in your? I know. I lit my knuckle hair on fire. Yeah, this is good shit, dude. You'll light your whole body. <laughs> I just gave my knuckle a haircut. Dude, isn't that weird? Look at that, like the stubble. That's just. Hmm. Ever, have you ever taken the lighter? A angle. Have you ever taken the lighter just to like your leg hair and just let it go? <laughs> Quick shave. Yeah, it smells terrible. You've done that. I've never done that. I've witnessed it. Oh, you would. Oh, like I burning skin or burning uh, hair. I guess you think about. There's it. some adjacent. There's some collateral skin burning as well. Yeah. Um, collateral damage, folks. For sure. Or lighting socks on fire. Those are kind of fun. Mm-mm. Shouldn't endorse that as well. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know how during the day or whenever your socks kind of gather fuzz, you can light that fuzz all dramatically. I shouldn't do it no. uh, for a couple of reasons, but it is a lot of fun. But it smells terrible. That's the downside. <laughs> Long, like yeah, like you grow out of the smell, but you've never seen this. <laughs> I don't know what. Oh, God damn. I don't know what you mean. This? You'll see. Should we turn off the lights like a birthday party? Oh. See that? <laughs> see those little fuzzies? Yeah. I guess you get the point. Now I'm just doing it for. Yeah, but now I gotta take these socks off. Because those socks are gonna smell bad until I wash them. <laughs> Jesus. And that concludes today's science portion of the show. Yeah. Enough mixing with the chemicals in the fire, Josh. I can't believe I burned my knuckle here. Oh. Come on, we need the lighter privileges to... OSHA's gonna come in here, <laughs> snatch this shit up. They're gonna say no more substances on the show. <laughs> So many beverages. One, two, three, four, five. What the fuck, dude? You um, do have a lot of beverages up here. <laughs> They're empty, though. Those those are all empties. Cappuccino, McDonald's, soda. We were naming off for beverages. This is what the show is. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I don't want to be a bland man. Brought to you by your good friends at Z.S. In, uh... I ran Evans cup <laughs> filled with grape juice because I do a little communion every night. Yeah, <laughs> just me and the cat. <laughs> just sharing a uh, a little uh, wafer. Yeah, you know that's also why she's acting up. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed to give cats uh, grape juice and wafers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably not. God damn she's dude. been in the same kind of the same position for a while. How many 
Should I be suspicious if like both my cats get sick? Should I be like a is it like a car- uh, canary in a coal mine situation? Hmm. You familiar with that analogy? Or you just <laughs> I'm just a basic. You just Josh me around. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the pioneer days of the <laughs> old west. <laughs> and by the way, folks, I have no idea why I had this information in my head. It may be completely wrong. It may be from some shit I. Uh, acquired from cartoons or whatever I saw back in the day. Um, but when they go into coal mines to mine for coal in there and whatnot, gold, if they see it, they take that too. Um, it, they'd bring canaries with them because sometimes there'd be like gas in the coal mines from all those coal miners farting or whatever the case may be. I don't know how you rack up all that gas back in the 1800s or whatever. Oh, build up. And, uh, a lot of bean diets. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't understand like the basic <laughs> concepts of <laughs> biology and eating. eating. Just like red meat, yeah. beans. Yeah. All right, like guys, rice. everyone, let's get down into that. Let's get, let's, everyone pile down into the mine now for an undiscernible amount of time. <laughs> Who wants to get those those potato those spud uh, beef yeah. farts, huh? Yeah, you maybe maybe if you were raised rich, you knew a guy that might have taken a bath once, <laughs> or like knew a guy that knew a guy. Oh, he left. They're the, not. Yeah, dude, they just he left the darkest yeah. water. <laughs> you shart, you wear that shart like a tattoo. Back in those eighteen hundreds, and uh, they go into those coal mines with uh, some canaries in a cage. And if they uh, they died, this keeled over, they knew like something was up. Because canaries typically don't like to die, and they'll stay alive as often as they can, unless uh, something's wrong. <laughs> so if the canary died, <laughs> it was basically like an alarm. Checks for carbon dioxide, for carbon monoxide. <laughs> the uh, monoxide. Yeah. There's carbon dioxide. What's the difference? It's like a chemical. I thought chemistry class was over. Oh, guess we're bringing. I guess we gotta go stay for for attention. No, we need chemistry. This is history. Mm. Mixed with chemicals. All of our listeners have to stay at home and learn at home now. This is our home learning. We can't do the cult. They won't let us do the cult at the normal uh, <laughs> facility. The normal establishment. Yeah, cult. Aren't open until uh, <laughs> later in the year. Yeah, it's bullshit. Oh, you have restaurants open, but you can't gather to have orgies and sacrifice horses. Yeah. What about the power I want? I need the power. <laughs> we don't slit these horses' throats. We have to keep feeding them. <laughs> Which it cost to feed a, a horse, let alone enough to sacrifice to the moon gods of Omega Eight. <laughs> the most purest uh, protein prince. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so the canary flopped over from all that, <laughs> all that gas and all the beans and. From the fart stuff? Like, what are you talking Carbon about? dioxide or was it monoxide? <laughs> Do we rule that out yet? I don't know. <laughs> we, I don't know. We do, there's not a determining thing that you want to look it up. No, I don't. 
I don't think it's... Alright, look it up. <laughs> no, I was just wiping water off my, uh... Teddy Fawn. It's in your hand, you might as well look it up. We're in a rush. <laughs> show's going great as is. <laughs> Like to remind We're it again. <laughs> I like to remind everyone to check out www.weirdthoughtspodcast.com. Good thing we have a super long domain name that takes up a lot of banter time while Brad lazily <laughs> yeah. Googles a question he might not be able to articulate. Yeah, it's carbon monoxide. Was I right? <laughs> I didn't type in uh, a canary in the coal mine. I just typed in... What was that, the gas I was referring yeah. to? Yeah. Don't put that on the record. Yeah. But okay, no, I don't. I'm not like uh. You need uh any other beverages? You got half a dozen there. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, there's the canary. Oh. She, she is fell. down. She keeled over. So now I'm wondering if we should be worried about uh, carbon monoxide. Yeah. Let's seep it in through these vents, Josh. I'm going to write that down so we don't fuck it up. mo nox I have, a, I have another story about, about carbon monoxide, but maybe someone can uh, hear it as a cautionary tale. And I'll try to get it out before we die of which, like the old canary over there. <laughs> just, he just passes out in a 69 position. Jeez, I probably won't get a third cat if the second one dies. <laughs> That's basic... Uh, cat math. Don't get a third cat <laughs> It's like... <laughs> it's like Blue's Clues. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. The year was 2009. I was a young man in my late 20s, I think. <laughs> 27. It's pretty good. I was, I was slightly younger than you legally are, <laughs> but much younger than you legally appear. Actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. comparatively, where it was in life. But I'll tell you this, I had a job in Colorado, Brad. Up in the mountains of Colorado, the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Colorado. Come see the elk. Colorado. You can climb a mountain. In Colorado. We had weed before you did in Colorado. 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 One of the new Californias. We were first. <laughs> um, yeah, so I had a, a job down over there. <laughs> over there. West of us and slightly <laughs> south. If you look to your right, yeah. folks, if you're lying to the <laughs> north, depending on your specific uh, ge- geographical ping at the moment, yeah. Um, you had a job in the mountains working for the man at the uh, oil company as security. Um, we were an independently contracted company that did security for mostly like where they would drill on mountains or frack or 
whatever those big Dick Cheney sons of bitches like to do up there. I just checked them in. Basically, my job was to be at the bottom. Let's say I was at the bottom shack. I would, uh, I'd write their names when they come to the gate. There'd be a line in the morning because that's when everyone, everyone was going to their job. And there's different companies that worked. The mountain was huge. You think of a mountain, you're like, oh, I'm gonna go up that big old hill. <laughs> But a mountain's Dude. like a big fucking hill. Mountains are <laughs> enormous. It's a big fucking hill. I've seen the mountains over in Vegas. Yeah. I was like, those are cool. Yeah, they're cool. But they are... Sons of bitches are rocky for a reason. Because yeah. uh, there's oil and shit in there, I guess. So These guys are out there trying to pirate that for uh, their big corporate leaders. Praise to the moon gods of Omega-8, by the way. And uh, so I'm checking them in at the bottom of Shaq. And and if it was winter, I'd say, put some chains on your tires, fellas, because all hell's breaking loose up there in the mountain. Because, like, from the bottom to the top, it'd probably take about a half an hour in a pickup truck. Because there was a shack, there was a shack at the bottom of the mountain and a shack at the top of the mountain. And basically, if you're at the bottom of the the, the bottom post... You would check most people in in the morning, and then the majority of your day, which was a 12-hour shift, you just kind of hang out, and occasionally someone would drop by, you'd check them in or write their information down. Um, Is there anything you do with that information? Or you no, just... absolutely not. I don't think they did shit with it, and here's how I suspect that reason. Oh, yeah. There were a lot of uh, alleged illegal immigrants working in that industry, apparently, and because... Uh, the uh, police and the what's the agency that looks for those type of DEA? DEA? No, those are drug. Uh, what's uh, immigration type? Folk. Oh, ICE or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Back in the day, whatever they're called, but they'd show up, but they'd have to even have to have a warrant to go up the mountain because it was like a private road, whatever. Owned by billionaires. Billionaire pop, son. Bam! Yeah, you're balling. You want a mountain, dude? I <laughs> want a piece of fucking nature. Yeah. <laughs> you own nature. Yeah. You know where all that earth got all pushed up into the sky? That's my shit. Turn into a sharp tit. That's uh, mine. Yeah, you own them titties. Sharp tit mountain. <laughs> <laughs> you own those those, those peaks. Western peaks. <laughs> Yeah. Take a western peak of your butt cheeks. You flick that. You flick them elk off you like they lice, son. <laughs> you roll on. You're filthy rich with that mountain money. Anyway. <laughs> weird tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, for all okay. All right, George Costanza. <laughs> Check the clock, mm. doing good. So, the reason, the reason I know they didn't do anything with that information I'd collect that you log in that I would log in is because a lot of those people that came through there were illegal immigrants, and I I would go to the truck, I would write the company name, which is usually on the side of the vehicle. I'd write the make and model. I'd write the license plate. Then I ask them their name. Yeah. How many people would be in like an average like? Well, are you you saying that Hispanic <laughs> people are known to pat? Yeah, there was really like eight people in there for one, and I, and none of them could like tell me a name that I could like 
write down. It was just like a Mexican noise they made. <laughs> and I, I don't mean that disrespectfully. I just like couldn't uh, understand what they... That dialect. I could only say like, uh, excuse me one more time. One more, I could, so I wrote down a lot of times. I'd just be like, Jose Gonzalez. <laughs> like just, I just throw out some, what I knew, you know? Some J's and U's and G's. Yeah. But there'd be a lot of, lot more Jose Gonzalez, which is probably like a John Smith of the... Hispanic world or something. It's probably already a common name, <laughs> but I made it more common on the paperwork, allegedly. Whatever the stipulation is. If it was turned in, you affected stats in the Western Hemisphere. Yeah. In the Western re- region, you affect government yeah. stats. Yeah. The, re- <laughs> the only reason they're building these fences is because there's like 30,000 Jose Gonzalez's in this country alone. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this mountain's thriving. Yeah. There's only 10,000 on average Jose Gonzalez per capita in Mexico. They did the math. There's like, because that, how else would they calculate the immigrants except shit like that, I guess? It's probably a more logical way that I'm not thinking of. Yeah. But, um,. So, I, yeah, that's how I knew they didn't do... Unless there was an incident or whatever, you had to find out. Who specifically uh, came in at this time? Yeah, rarely time that period. would be the case, though. I'd write, I'd just have to guess <laughs> a lot. You're like, uh... <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't my call. It was someone else. Uh, yeah, like a supervisor. It was a supervisor, which was funny about the supervisor. And I might as well tell the whole rap of the story at this Let's get, in, let's get into this. Let's, let's fill get this, this podcast with this particular banter. Stay on subject for the listeners. Um, all those immigrants coming through there. All them alleged immigrants. No, they were definitely. To, I mean, yeah, but it's just funny. But, you're like, well, I'll write these ones down. <laughs> well, what your supervisor did? Uh, someone else. Whatever. Oh, the supervisor reminded me of like the, like a. Was a guy in, in not Super Troopers, maybe like a Farva type, but also maybe a combination of Seth Rogen's character and that uh, mall cop movie. Observe and Report. Thank you, my bland man co-host. Yes, Observe and Report, where he's like the mall security guard, yeah. where he took the job. He's one of those people that almost went to the military. You only want to be a cop. No, but I'm saying the guy that was, yes, the guy in the... The the guy in the movie wanted to be a cop. Yeah. But like this guy also kind of wanted to be a cop. But he oh, also, okay. He was one of those guys that was like, was going to go in the military, but then... Something happened. Something. Something happened. He had shin splints. It's not his fault. He was going to serve. <laughs> he has very childlike shins. When people give me a thank you for your service and then they tell me they almost served... I tell him. I always tell him, "Thank you for almost serving." <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh man, dude. it's something you were going to. You thought about it. It's yeah. better than someone that didn't think about yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's a micro. That's some real Jim Carrey, yeah. Batman Forever shit. The Riddler over here. Got my grape juice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I got three beverages going myself, and I'm yeah. slamming you. Um, yeah. So the yeah. So there was a supervisor position tech. There'd be like a pers- one person in the bottom shack checking people in generally. One person at the top shack a half an hour up. And then like one person who was like a rover who would drive like a like a Ford Ranger truck up and down between. And that was his job. 
And basically, you you drive the person to the top of the mountain to start their shift, and they switch out the person up there. It was two 12-hour shifts. Mm. I only worked the weekend, so it was nice. I only worked Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. <laughs> what was it like for the training for you from that job? <laughs> there was no real training. It was just you stay in this shack, and you keep yourself awake. And when people come through, you write... The, you fill the paperwork, yeah, and then you send them on their way. Uh, Man, but someone. Oh, the when yeah. you got trained though, so it would be you, and is it they are like how small is their staff? Because like that's what I'm saying. On the facility, there might only be like three of us. Because there was someone in the one in the post you were going to, like the shack. And then and when the new people came the, up, they drive them up. The new yeah. the new person working switching the rover post yeah. or whatever. Because they usually be up 15 before, or however it worked. Or half an hour. It took a half an hour. <laughs> First time one. I went up, and this is like... Because the guy had to drive you, or it's just like... He drove me up, and, and like I'd been living in Colorado in the mountains for maybe three weeks at the time. Huh? I was still getting used to the elevation, for one. But I felt like I was in a fucking airplane, dude. Like, I'd look out the window, and I wasn't even driving, but my body was so tense, and, like, I couldn't believe how high up I was. You look out the window, and it looked like I was in an airplane, where I was like... Oh, by the way, like, I worked there for over a year, so... uh, When did I start? It wasn't quite winter yet. But then winter came, and then we had to deal with, like, avalanches, and, like, shit like that, which is crazy. Uh... But I always, like, fuck with, uh, I can't even think of the company anymore. What was, like, Dick Cheney's company? You have no idea. The oil company. It's not... Mm. I always, because, like, it was my call sometimes if they had to chain up, put chain on their... Oh, when when their company came through? Yeah, and I always, like, tell them they had to just because, like... He was the reason I was in Iraq. <laughs> like, no, fuck you, man. You can take a half an hour to chain up in this blizzard yeah. if you go up this mountain. But, uh, it was a pretty chill job overall. Um, I just read books and hang out. and It was cool because you'd be by yourself a lot of the day, too, just in the mountain. you see elk. I'd see black bears. There were crazy stories like the guy, when they first set up the facility because the shack was maybe like 12 foot by eight foot or something it wasn't a big shack there weren't you know just a desk and then like a radio and you just you know whatever yeah and then there were some outhouses up there like the porter johns oh okay that's where you went to the for your poopings yeah outside yeah i can see like you worrying like a 12 12 hour shift in a little shack Well, I was just curious, what is the amount of, like, the pool of people that work there total? When the poop comes out, where do I put it? Uh, (laughs) Where do I wipe? (laughs) Uh, What if someone comes while I'm wiping? That is a... And they're going to see me fucking holding a bunch of fruit in my my left hand. Then I hear a car drive off, and I wrote down Jose Gonzalez left for the day. Gonzalez. (laughs) Guy Gonzalez. Yeah, I skipped... <laughs> I wrote two G's. <laughs> Real G's moving to science. Yeah, like, <laughs> I write two G's a month. Real thugs clunk around like a Gonzalez. <laughs> <laughs> I have to remember that yeah. one. 
That's why it's in the show. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> oh man, we on the track when you get back. Hey. But uh, one time I had uh, some sort of turkey creature come into my shack and steal a sandwich from me. When I was I was writing some information down, I went back because I'd just be in there snacking all day. Uh, <laughs> and you have to have a lot of discipline to bring twelve hours worth of food and entertainment, not to just blow through it. Because I bring like DVD players and shit and just watch DVDs. Um, I did the night shift for a while, so I'd be just up in the mountain by myself for a twelve hour shift. There'd be floodlights and stuff, but like I'd just be out in the. I locked the door, man. Like I hear like creeping around out there. I'd be like, all right, time to go to the shack and just uh, lock up. Because there's bear mace up there, but that's about it. A flashlight. (laughs) So you didn't answer my question. Like, what was the amount, the total pool of workers that worked at the shack? Was it six people? Yeah, oh. Okay, so there'd be like like a weekend shift, and then there'd be like a weekday shift. And there'd be a 12-hour shift, both one, so. Yeah, so I mean, that's two people. Try this up. That's for (laughs) this one particular site. But they're di- usually I worked at one site. Sometimes I work at different sites. Yeah. One time I worked at the site that we went up the mountain, and like the oil company had blasted a tunnel through the mountain for the road, and it was insane just driving th- through the mountain to get uh, get there. And uh, it was cool. Like I'd hear like wolves, and like I'd see elk, and like. As far as experiencing the 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 raw nature, Colorado has yeah. to offer. <laughs> Colorado, let's do another commercial real quick. All what, right. Boom, what was the theme for boom, it? Boom. Colorado. Boom boom. Colorado. I will say I'm actually stealing Elvis's sil- or no, what's that? I know <laughs> that's what it is. I forgot. That's where I came from. No, because Elvis has a song called "In the Ghetto." Uh, and I thought of like, like just the the name of Elvis it. does. You know, <laughs> we can steal from Elvis, Elvis. does, dude. We can steal from Elvis. He, he stole from the blacks. We can steal from him. <laughs> We're taking it right back for We're right them, back. I guess I don't know. It's double night. Like we steal from him, so it's kind of like I don't know. I don't know the the social connotation of this. Does a anyway. stolen does a stolen dollar still pay the same? You know. Yeah, does in the art market. <laughs> they don't care. Are you listening, Jeff Coons? That's a really sophisticated <laughs> joke, by the way. Ooh. Anyway, um, moving <laughs> onward. Onward and inward. I don't Two. know. Which way should we go? <laughs> that way's north. Oh no! I was just gonna say though the my, my thing I took from because it's Elvis is a song called "In the Ghetto," and I just thought of like saying a word. Do you understand appropriation, Bradford? <laughs> no, I was just saying a word that I like. You're so, allowed to appropriate. It's okay. That's called. That's basically what it, uh, postmodernism is: is taking something that already exists, putting your unique spin on it, and taking the majority of the credit for mm. the idea. At least you had the humility to disclaimer it, but it's okay. Yeah. it's okay to put our spin on it. Because my spin was just to say the word Silverado, but like, in the ghetto. So I'd say, Silverado. So that's where that Colorado, kind of that same tempo came from. But now we build it up that's too my much. Story. I don't think we should ever do this song. <laughs> Let's detox this shit throw it out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, those are the gist of the job. And... Uh, 
What was your interview? I mean, not interview like, but the interview was kind of kind of was kind of funny in that. Um, but the first job I had got when I moved to Colorado. In Colorado. There now we can still use that appropriated tune mm. within the sh- context. Of, yeah. Um, when I first moved there, I got a job at a come and go gas station, which spelled is spelled as phonetically as possible. <laughs> as they should have changed it immediately. Man, I don't understand. I think it's K U M and go. Mm, that's just. It's still it's close just, enough. Then you're spelling it wrong, though. But then I guess like it's, Quickie Mart, you know, I mean that was a. It still cartoon. comes off a little derogatory. Yeah. Yeah, kids going in and getting yeah. slushies. Come and go. At least stay and take responsibility for what you did. Stay and pay. Stay and pay. Child so support, please. I believe we need to encourage personal responsibility so people are accountable for their actions. And I believe in government that is responsible to the people. It's the American way. <laughs> stay and pay. Stay and pay. <laughs> what a real bank of a... Real bank of <laughs> brought a, to you by the friend sword. of the court. <laughs> but. Brought to you by the 83rd Street front of the court, 83rd District front of the court. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the 80, fuck the 83rd! <laughs> okay, side mark this, and uh, so I can go on this real quick tangent about like the front of the court. It's really, if you're ever bored uh, and you want to read some hilarious Yelp reviews, uh, I came across, I was trying to get directions to like the courthouse. <laughs> oh. Front of the court, I'm like, why do they only have 1.7 stars? I'm like... What the fuck happened? And then I and then I read some of the reviews, and they're hilarious because they're just pissed off, just pissed off people that are griping about their individualized cases, like yeah, like fuck you, Diane, like you know you a damn liar, and your sister, like it's just like like just I never thought about a courthouse having yeah. reviews. That and then someone's like, they're just about like they're they're only about money. And it's like what this is the fucking court, man? Like what do you think they're about? Like. They're not going to work with you with if you owe a fine. You're not going to get a sale. I don't know. There's no negotiation. It's funny, though. It's funny in a dark, twisted way, which I recommend. <laughs> uh, so, trying to think of the details of the job. Um, interview. What about it? I was just asking. Oh, yeah. So, like. I went to the come and go slightly for maybe like... First place. Maybe like a week. And what had happened is they had done a background check, and part of the background check was a credit score check. And because my credit score was too low, they said I couldn't be an employee there. Come and go. Yeah, come and go. If his credit score is too low, you can't work at come and go. Right, because I handled money, and for some reason it made me a liability in their corporate come and go system. (laughs) They can't build their credit up. They're not allowed to have a better credit. They've already been fucked. There's no way. Yeah, and maybe it was their week. Yeah, whatever. Have kids, gotta pay the bills. Gotta hustle all you can. And, uh, but shortly after I got into that job, because if you have a a military background, security is usually an option. Just kind of right there. Specifically for infantry, because not on very many resumes does like throwing a grenade have any residency. (laughs) (laughs) You know? GameStop. Dude, I have like. It's like one of my running jokes is that, uh, you know, I can I can throw grenades and I can do uh, fine art paintings, but like I have the most obscure resume. <laughs> yeah. For my. It is two unique flavors for show. Yeah, it doesn't. 
Anywho. <laughs> so yeah, I got into that job. And uh, where's some other details? Uh, what, what was your uniform like? Oh, it was a... Uh, <laughs> I never thought about this till so now. So you're pretty... Now you're killing it with the questions. There you go. So when did you get new furniture? <laughs> uh, actually, we did get new furniture in Colorado th- through Rent-A-Center. Yeah, R-A-C. Yeah. They, that was a... Uh, you may pay a little bit more in interest, was it a but good, the furniture good isn't that great either. <laughs> I was gonna say it was it wasn't a good set. No, it, was, it looked nice, but they did not. It wasn't comfortable. It didn't hold up very well, from what I remember. Yeah. It, actually, I think it was like one of those situations where the leather or pleather came. This is dumb banter for the <laughs> situation. There was one guy I worked with there. I remember uh, he used to set mouse traps in his car at the begin, beginning of his shift. Which I thought was odd. I'm like, just clean your car out. What was crazy is every single day, though, he'd catch a mouse. Every single day. Not once. Not one. I don't know. Every day. Not once. Not did he catch a mouse one time doing that. Every day he did it, he caught a mouse. It's crazy as hell, dude. Oh, my goodness. I don't know. And one guy had a bear eat through his car because he had a delicious Subway sandwich in the trunk. Here is Jared Fogle. You may have seen him on the news or a talk show. He was inspired by Subway's great tasting sandwiches. <laughs> oh, move over, Jared. He chewed, he chewed through the back seat. They went in and like chewed right through the back seat to get in the trunk and eat the Subway. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. It's fucking, you know, bears. you're a bear, you come across a delicious 12, 12 inch. <laughs> you're not going to find those. Bears love. You're not going to find a 12 inch Subway sandwich in nature because, like, <laughs> even if you found all those individual ingredients, a bear doesn't have the discipline to, like, not eat. Them at yeah, the moment, ate two thirds of a cucumber and then like part yeah. of a, a chunk of turkey. You know what I mean? Like, nor does it have the dexterity to compose a sandwich <laughs> or the mental fortitude. Probably. Ain't nobody builds sandwiches like a sandwich artist. You see, if you saw a bear making a sandwich in the woods, <laughs> probably just guy Didn't in a bear suit. It? <laughs> it's just like in a bear skull. <laughs> probably just a guy in a oh. bear suit. Easy, Wait, buddy. Sorry. I just knocked a dozen drinks over <laughs> and I bumped the tail. Flash. Alright, um... There's that guy. There was a guy who... I'm trying to think of the characters. <laughs> and we'll get to this one, which is going to take a dark... Dude, it's going to take a dark fucking twist. You don't got I almost it. wonder if I... Uh, nah. I'll tell if it sucks. I'll edit it out. But it's the truth. There's one guy who, uh... We used to bullshit all the time. Sometimes, like... The rover. Basically, if you were the rover, like the manager guy, if you weren't driving between the two shacks, delivering something to or whatever. Chain mail. <laughs> chain mail. You got some mail. They can't text. It's not good reception yeah. in the mountains. You got a, yeah. <laughs> you got you got a letter from your mom. Actually, oh. did the internet did suck back in the day, too. You didn't have, like, couldn't watch Netflix or anything. Yeah. Nothing really to work with up there. Just beautiful nature and books and <laughs> DVDs and whatnot. Yeah. I wrote a I wrote a short story, I believe. I thought you were a script for a movie. <laughs> I might have. I don't know. It wasn't good, though. It was good practice. Uh, yeah. For nothing. You gotta get the reps in. I guess it killed 12 hours and I got paid pretty good there. Oh, so, yeah, every morning I could, I'd stop back in at that come and go just to, like, strut my uniform. Oh, yeah. So I was making, like, at least twice as much. And then... I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but it doesn't really matter to the point of the story. Get started, because <laughs> uh, I only worked there about a year and a half. But when I 
went to Grand Junction, which is where the headquarters was was located, to uh, to quit. They actually promoted me to that other guy's position for the time I had remaining, which was like six weeks or so. So I was the guy that drove around in the truck. It was pretty cool of a job <laughs> because uh, once you got past the top shack, you could keep driving down those those trails past the different oil facilities. You could keep driving. You could drive all the way through the mountain roads. You could drive to like Wyoming if you wanted for like the day. If the other guys didn't need anything, I guess. Jesus. I wouldn't leave them high and dry like that. But I'd go for a cruise, man. I'd put on some music. I'd go for like a three-hour drive through the winding mountains and shit. Wow. It was pretty, yeah, it was pretty dope. Uh, Did it take, were you pretty easy to get over the mountains, scared us, or when you're driving, though? After a while, you just kind of have to let the Lord take the wheel and then know that if you die, it's going to be like pretty epic, though. Because you'd probably get an explosion at that height, I'd imagine. <laughs> it's not like you're going off the edge and getting stuck and have to get towed. You're going to roll to your death, probably. I threw a frisbee off the top of the mountain once. That was pretty cool. <laughs> That one fucking at least 10 miles, probably, yeah. I bet. One of those Aerobi Pro disc ones. Oh, dude. <sighs> On my last day, just like, sword it's fucking, oh, man, it was beautiful. So f- fulfilling. And, uh, so there was that guy, oh, yeah, there was, uh, so the the one guy I used to bullshit with, it, from the other shift, that's what it was. That's why I talked to him. Mm. He wasn't the rover in my shift because it was the other guy. Because he got demoted in my job and I took his job as the new rover. Or maybe he quit or whatever. But I used to bullshit this other guy. And we'd talk about all sorts of stuff. And it'd be boring because it's like 12 hours. Yeah. And then towards the end of the... Oh, am I boring you, Bland Man? <laughs> am I boring you? This is too much zest for me. God damn. Where's a good ice cream story? It's cut for commercial. Uh... <laughs> This is the way it's been since she started smoking pot. She's all lazy and boring and... You know, we used to have so much fun together. And now? This is what we do. No, one day he took... He had a beanie on he always wore. He took it off and he he didn't have any fucking ears. Oh, yeah. He didn't have earlobes. He had like the holes, but he wasn't born with the ears. It makes me feel all crunchy. Inside. That's how I felt because I was talking to this guy for months and he never brought it up. I understand being self-conscious of, you know, maybe even if you don't have the best hairline, you take off that hat, you're going to get a look. It's going to happen, yeah. Yeah, just get it over with, man. You don't have ears for whatever reason he never described. He just kind of casually took it off and I was I thought I was just tripping. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, those sons of bitches weren't there. Uh, that was a neat detail about him. And, uh, what are some other characters before I really, I guess what, what really triggered the story is that, uh, oh good, the cat's not dead. They moved, dude. I was like, yeah, oh, I heard her talking to her. Okay. Are moving now. I looked over a bit story. ago and she was in the same spot. I was like, maybe there's like a monoxide leak in here or something. We're going down. It seems like a good... Again, not to endorse this either, but if you have to off yourself, don't do some violent bullshit. That seems like the most comfortable way to just fall asleep in the garage. 
Put on your favorite tune. <laughs> they tried that in Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to half-ass it. <laughs> it didn't don't, work. Don't commit suicide. Definitely don't like half-ass it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's dark, especially for why I brought this up. Oh. So, the reason I brought the monoxide thing is because like, there was this other... The girl at the top shack... At the love shack, baby. It, it could have been because no one was around... And she was very attractive, but I was happily married at the time. At the time. At the time. And you know, I'm not, I'm not no slide dog. But she was <laughs> a hot dog. She was at a smoke show, and uh, but one of the things we talked about, I wanted to talk about camping because I was really into like hiking and shit. And I was in Colorado; there wasn't much else to do because, like, basically the mountain town of where I lived of Rifle was basically like mountain folks. So it was kind of like a hick town, but they're mountain town. It's a small, it's small, <laughs> it's a, rural. But it's more updated hills. though? It's more hilly. More what? updated from being like a hillbilly or like... I, it's a weird hicks. mix of culture. It's hard to really... Also, I get all snobbish. and like, <laughs> yeah. you'd, have, you'd have to experience it yourself, yeah. Bradford. Go take a fucking trip to Colorado <laughs> and come, then come back to me. <laughs> uh... But, uh, so I know one. I brought up camping one time and she had told me that she had been engaged and she wasn't very old at the time. She was maybe 23, maybe around 23 or 20, under 25, probably. Cause she was around the same age as me. Mm. And, uh, she had been engaged and she had gone on a camping trip with her fiance. She was pregnant and he also brought his niece with them, and they had gone camping in a tent, and she had woke up and, like, she didn't say they had a heater, but that's usually the case. She said it was just, like, sealed off, not a lot of ventilation, but she woke up and they were all dead. Like, they had, from monoxide, not enough air ventilation. They had, uh... From a space heater? Well, if you have a space heater in an enclosed area... I'm just saying, like, from a space heater, though. I don't know, that's why I suspect. She's... She said it was just, like, because it rained, maybe, and the tent was, like, too sealed off. That seems a little... Doesn't make sense to how me. How would she... Uh, oh, it was a different tent? No. How, she why? was with them, but uh-huh. she didn't die. How would she not die, then? I don't know, but she lost the baby, also. Aww. So she had this big traumatic event. But I still wanted to talk about camping, dude. It was so hard not to, like, bring up, like... I kept forgetting. You wanted to push it. You still had yeah. to, you just had that urge. Yeah. But that's kind of like the tragic twist to it. I don't want to like drag it out, but that's like what triggered this whole story. Seeing of, your kitty laid over. Yeah, I thought she kicked the cat bucket. I'm not digging a cat grave this time of year. Hell no. <laughs> yeah. Going out Thursday with the trash <laughs> pickup sucker. It's all fridge outside. It's all. Get, she is. Buried, you're going to get buried regardless. Good morning, young lady. But, uh... Yeah, it's one of the many chapters of, uh... Life, I guess, you know. Of the Roop Dog. Of the Roop Dog <laughs> legacy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> there may come a 
time in your life when your friend's head explodes while you're lost in the woods and now you're left there all alone with the thistles and the ferns and all the branches and the sticks but you're never truly alone when you're covered with ticks yeah you're never alone when you're covered with ticks Friends that got your back to rock the thin and thick They'll love you to the bone with every moment that they stick But at least you're not alone When you're covered with ticks Yeah There may come a time in your life when you fall into a creek Face speckled with blood in the mud there is so deep But there's one thing to know is you scream and go below No, you'll never die alone When you're covered with ticks Yeah You're never alone when you're covered with ticks Friends that got your back throughout the thing and thick the luck get to the bone with every moment that they stick But at least you're not alone When you're covered with ticks Yeah, at least you're not alone When you're covered with ticks Yeah, at least you're not alone When you're covered with ticks Yeah, at least you're not alone When you're covered with ticks Yeah That's it, that's the program The friendly reminder to check your homeboys and homegirls for ticks Y'all go out in the woods Tick season is just around the bend. As soon as the snow clears up, those ticks come out of hibernation and they want your blood, buddy. Check yourself for them ticks. Wreck yourself. And also, uh, check the the film that that song was the soundtrack to. Freaking ticks, a short film on my website www.joshroop.com I'm trying to get more stuff on there this year. This is uh, my resurgence period. Hence the three month gap since the prior episodes. Plus I had other shit going on, you know. Also, like, what other podcast do you know that put out like new songs, premiere new original content like that in every episode? This is a quality program. This ain't quantity. Y'all cruising around in your Honda Accord, bumping some Snickle Fritz style podcast. Get the fuck out of here! All right. <laughs> on a real note, I know that was a pretty tragic story to drop on you there with a dark, twisted M Night Shaman Lama Ding Dong type of ending. It's a true story. But I got all worked up telling them about this fun security job that I completely forgot what triggered it. <laughs> I forgot that it was actually like a really, really sad incident that I heard about. But uh, if you learn anything from that particular scenario, is carbon monoxide's real, folks. Just because you can't see that boogeyman some bitch doesn't mean he's not out there lurking. Lurking inside your oven. You hear him calling that sweet whisper, much like Daisy the cat. Get in here, she says. Dip your head into this oven, the oven says. We got carbon monoxide in here. And my cat wants to get pregnant. All right, it's a good episode. We'll, uh, we'll see what kind of antics we get into next time. There'll be some good ones down the pipe. Subscribe, that way you know when they drop.
that's it. That's all I got to remind you of. Catch you next time. Glad you stopped by. Glad you made it this far. All right. I ask nothing more of you. Thank you very much. Continue your day. Uh, I'll catch you next time. Bye. Christ. What a good show.